0: The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 10th chapter. After this, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself intended to go. He said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go on your way. See, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say peace to this house. And if anyone is there who shares in peace, Your peace will rest on that person, but if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide, for the laborer deserves to be paid. Do not move about from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick who are there and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not welcome you, go out into its streets and say, even the dust of your town that clings to our feet, we wipe off and protest against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near. Whoever listens to you, listens to me, and whoever rejects you, rejects me, and whoever rejects me, rejects the one who sent me. The 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, in your name, even the demons submit to us. He said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. See, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord <clears throat> Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. All three of the Synoptic Gospels include the account of Jesus sending his first 12 disciples out, but only Luke includes the sending of the 70 that we hear in this morning's gospel. You can imagine the scene. While a group of 12 fits around a long table, this group of disciples is about the same size as our worshiping congregation. Addressing his followers, Jesus adopts the language of harvest, saying, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Bringing in a harvest isn't something anyone can do alone. Today, I'm not even talking about the hours of labor that go into sowing seed into acres of land or protecting the crops against pests and weather. At harvest time, before mechanized equipment, a farm worker could expect to hand pick. 100 bushels of corn in a day, if the conditions were good. Whole families would begin at dawn, trying to get the first 50 bushels, 2,800 pounds of corn before lunch, and another 50 bushels in the afternoon, often harvesting until dark, and it could take weeks to get it all picked it was rigorous exhausting work that seemed to go on forever and Jesus was not describing one small corner of the world when he talks about the Lord's harvest he is describing the whole world The people listening to him had to be wondering how much can two or twelve or even seventy do? Then Jesus says, therefore ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest. The very first instruction Jesus gives us is to pray pray for the harvest remembering it is God's work and that God is the Lord of the harvest not us and then pray for laborers to be sent out Jesus doesn't say pray for more church members or even more Lutherans, but more laborers, co-workers who will bear God into the world just as each of us is called to do. The Lord's harvest is about being open to God's timing, a kairos time that doesn't follow our human wants or demands Or schedules being open to tending those whom God has prepared those who can hear the good news of God's love and see God at work in the world the twelve were sent with power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal But here, in our gospel text, Jesus goes into more detail as he prepares this next group to go out. He sends his followers out not to proclaim our expertise or our superiority, but with humility and vulnerability. Jesus asks us to bear God's peace into the world and receive the hospitality we are given, without criticism and without judgment. Often when we talk about going out into the world in local service or internationally, we make our lists and our plans and our preparations, and the people we intend to help become objects of our attention. As well-meaning as we are, here Jesus tells his followers to go out empty-handed, dependent on the provision of others, and be fully and peacefully present with people where we find them. It is a model of accompaniment and relationship building that is focused on the person, and not on a project or a job to be completed. And sometimes that will mean taking a risk, being uncomfortable and going places that are outside our regular and familiar routines. At the beginning of this gospel, Luke says, Jesus sent the 70 to every town and place where he himself intended to go. In Luke's Gospel, that includes the synagogue and the temple, but more frequently, it includes places where demons inhabit adults and children, and disease has withered or defeated people. Places where people have been declared unclean or unwelcome. And it includes both deserted places and places crowded with hungry people. Although Jesus tells us to go out and says he is sending us out like lambs into the midst of wolves, he does not send us alone. He sends us with authority. We have received authority because in Christ on the cross, God comes to us and gives us all that the Son has, and the Son takes all that is ours. We no longer live as ourselves, but as God's people. We empty ourselves and become vessels to bear God's love and grace into the world. And through our words and actions, we proclaim the kingdom of God has come near Not because of our human presence, but because of the God, because the God who saves is with us. We are given authority to tread on snakes and scorpions, and we are given power over the enemy. But too often we forget we have this authority. The enemy is the one who tells us we don't have enough. We don't have enough people or money or children and the church is dying. The enemy is the one who defeats us when we are asked to do something new and we are afraid. The enemy is the one who tells us God's word isn't for us here. But the good news we have from Jesus is that God's word is for us. God speaks the promise of forgiveness for our sin and promises the Holy Spirit is with us here and now. These instructions that Jesus gives are not just for the 70 appointed on that day 2,000 years ago. They are for each one of us, here and now. Let us pray holy and forgiving god we give you thanks for your son jesus who sows seeds of peace and bears our burdens freeing us to proclaim your nearness take away our arrogance and our fear Give us courage and help us to remember you have already given us authority and power over the enemy. We pray in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen.